A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello there, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. But, you know, we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this here in your ears is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're just podcast hosts. And we do always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And we love to hear from you. You can call or text us at 781-591-0390. And you can email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can also visit our website at forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. Follow us on Twitter at forever35pod and on Instagram at forever35podcast. And please do join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast where the password is serums. I'm nibbling on watercress. I'm sorry. I don't know if that came across through the microphone, but I'm oh, just nibbling on a little cress. watercress. Wow. What what inspired you to, to, to purchase, purchase watercress? watercress? Yeah. I made a salad 
Um, that requ- it's a this very green salad that Samin Nostrat, former Forever Thirty Five guest, uh, wrote about in the New York Times, and I and one of the lettuces involved was watercress. So I bought some, but then I kind of had extra. So now I just uh, I put it on my English muffin with egg and avocado. Ooh, yummy! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yummy, mm-hmm. yummy, yummy, yummy. I'm just I, nibbling on it here, and I realized right. I'm like I'm I'm we're recording a podcast. The anyone <laughs> listening can hear me nibbling on this lettuce, <laughs> like a little hamster. Yeah, just like that little like <laughs> sound in the background. Thank you, thank you, Kate. So I'm going to stop doing that. But I'm all right. Okay. I'm I'm sorry to hear that you're not sleeping. Yeah, you've been like bitten by the Kate bug. I have. It's reminding I. I I'll preface this by saying I'm not pregnant, but it's reminding me of like mm. when I was pregnant and I was waking up at like three in the morning and then was up for like two hours. Uh, yeah. And then would fall back asleep like, you know, maybe an hour before I had to get up. I've been there. Very been there. annoying. Are you feeling exhausted today? Not yet. I feel okay. like it hits me later in the day. You know? Mm-hmm. Like at around like three in the afternoon. Yeah. That like, that like nappy time. And you still don't consume coffee or tea. Like you don't drink caffeine anymore. I don't. Although I will tell you in the last couple of days, I've been like, I could really use a freaking coffee. mm. But then I'm like, I can't like, I don't know. There's something just like holding me back from going down that road because I feel like it's like such a commitment and such a lifestyle. And I've like gotten used to not having to be dependent on it. But then I'm also like, coffee's delicious. It's so good, Dory. <laughs> I'm not trying Look to like you. I know. Sorry. Enabling I mean, you do, me. You could do decaf. Or yeah. is that just a gateway coffee into I don't the know. caffeinated thing? I mean, my dad drinks know. decaf only. And so does my mom. My dad my dad drinks half calf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes I do that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I certainly could, but there have been times, especially like in the afternoon when I've really been lagging, I've been like, ooh, this is like the time when I would get like an iced tea or like a, like an iced latte or mm. you know, mm-hmm. something just like snacky and delicious and caffeinated. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to convince me. Like the greatest joy in my life is at night when we grind the coffee beans and get like everything ready to go off in the morning and the whole house smells like coffee. And I'm like, can't wait to wake up and drink that coffee. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is that's going on that you're waking up in the middle of the night? Do you think it's stress or nerves or anxiety or just your body? Well... I think I think something is waking me up like in like maybe I'm having a bad dream or I'm uncomfortable. I don't know. Somehow I'm waking up and then I'm like just my mind is racing. And then today when I woke up this morning, I was like coughing a little bit because the air is so freaking dry. But of course, I'm like, this is it. I have coronavirus. Oh, God, Dory. <laughs> So then my mind is racing from that. And then I'm like, I should have gone to Trader Joe's on Sunday. You know, that spiral. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that was tough. And then 
I was finally like, I'm so tired. I need to just try to go back to sleep. And I finally did, but like not, it wasn't like a great sleep. And also Matt has to be at work at 6 a.m. So Ugh. like he was kind of up and about. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. So I don't know. It just wasn't great. Now, have you tried putting in your headphones and listening to a calm train you know, story? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, Kate is definitely going to recommend the calm train story. I did think about it, but my my headphones weren't on my nightstand. And I was like, I don't, I don't feel like getting up and getting that. Okay. So tonight. <laughs> but I should keep, I should keep headphones on my nightstand. You are right. I nope. completely agree with you. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you about this. No, I, let me just. I think you are correct. Let me recommend. Hold on here. I mean, you could do the Nordland train, but into the library is like maybe my most favorite calms. Oh, there's one now called A Walk in the Connecticut Woods. Oh my God. Okay. Ooh, that's like right up your alley. Right up my alley, but into the library. The one I have mentioned on this show where you are in the library at Oxford an hour before it opens is like, you might really be soothed. I don't Ooh. know. I don't know. Try it out if this happens Ooh. again. Ooh, I like that. It's so good. I like that a lot. <sighs> So, yeah, so that's what's been happening. And I know you, as someone who has struggled with, with sleep stuff, I knew you'd have empathy for my situation and suggestions. And you really came through for me. So I appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, it's just, it stinks. And there's all sorts of tricks and tips, but like often none of them work and you're still just awake and frustrated. Yeah. Um, there are, if it keeps going, there are good breathing exercises that I am happy to recommend. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 478, 478 breathing. I've talked about it on this podcast. Check okay. it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That does help me too. Um, wait, so Kate, yes, talk sorry. to me about your New York Times word games. I mean, what the hell? I now am fully into spelling bee. Isn't like, it great? Yeah. I'm sorry this podcast has basically become like an advertisement for the New York Times crossword <laughs> app. <laughs> Which you do have to pay for separately from your subscription to the New no, York No, you Time. don't. What? No, you don't. Really? Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? Because we we now, because we have two users and we have oh, Anthony yeah. on our New York Times subscription. Yes. I taught myself the that's, Okay. Excuse that's me. what it is. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. There is a game called Spelling Bee where you get seven letters and then you have to spell as many words as you can. And this is what my husband does every morning and like my kids do it with him. But now I've joined in on the fun and I'm obsessed with it. It's really fun. It's really, really fun. And actually, I've noticed um, Rebecca Carroll, who was just on the podcast, was posting about it on her Instagram because she does it and got to genius, which is the highest level. And I was like, oh, all the cool kids are playing spelling bee. Well, so Emily, I like Emily that Nussbaum. I know you're not on Twitter very much anymore, but Emily Nussbaum gets to genius like every day, and so does we'll, my husband. And we'll often post about it on Twitter. And she gets very she she's all she's also gotten like she's gotten queen bee a couple times, which is when you get all of the possible words. Mm -hmm. And it's just very funny to like see her. It's very, it's very sweet to see her be like so into it. I mean, that is what my marriage is like. It's basically, <laughs> my, 
Like I was like, how I started playing and I had gotten to like a middle level. And I was like, how far do you get every day? And Anthony was like, uh, I play till I get to genius. And then he got that queen bee the other day and was very proud of himself. I mean, it's very hard. It is. And it's annoying that he's better at this than me, but I enjoy. Hey, you just started. Thank you, Dory. But I, I really enjoy it. It's really fun. And I like it's it more really than fun. a crossword. So um, look, again, if you're looking for more games to play, try Spelling Bee. It appeals to me in a way that a crossword does not appeal to me. So recommend. And then I know you suggested Vertex, which I haven't played, but a few listeners wrote in about Vertex, which is a New York Times game. What is what is Vertex? I really enjoy Vertex. It's... Um... <sighs> You're basically, you have to make a picture out of triangles (laughs) and you have to like connect these dots, but they only connect in a certain way. And when the dots connect correctly, the triangle gets filled in and then eventually you like make this picture, but you can't really tell what it is from the beginning. Are we, are we grandparents? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. And it's great. (laughs) Who knew two two and a half years in this podcast would just become about word games and puzzles? Puzzling. Puzzling. Yeah, Vertex is really fun. And I wish you were able, if anyone listening works on the New York Times app, I really wish you were able to access the back catalog of Vertex puzzles because you're not. And I want more Vertex in my life. How dare you, New York How Times you? puzzle people? <laughs> uh, it's really fun, though. I really like it. Well, these games are like lovely distractions from the stresses they are. of the world. So they really I, are. I do have deep gratitude for them. So thank you, puzzle masters. <laughs> also, you started playing tiles, and tiles is great. I did start playing tiles. I really enjoy tiles. Tiles is really They're fun. Good. They are all good. I, I wonder who who develops them. Oh, maybe we should interview us. someone who <laughs> works for the New York Times game on the game desk. <laughs> Our listeners would be like, "You have gone I've off really the deep lost end. it." This like, yes. is when the podcast went off the rails. They started interviewing puzzle masters. I think the, didn't we decide the podcast went off the rails at Dory's hotel? Oh, that's right. Or did we go? Started- did we get on the rails with Dory's I hotel? I mean, maybe we did. Maybe we all just need to be at Dory's hotel doing vertex by the pool. Oh my god! Now we're in somewhere doing this while you're eating like chicken fingers and fries. Yes, and have and a pina colada. Uh, and doing vertex and <laughs> playing a word game on your phone. Oh, yeah, fuck. or spelling bee. I mean. Just anything. You're in a big visor because it's sunny out. Or you bought one of those Sudoku books at the airport and you're doing like it on paper with the hotel pencil. You're going lo-fi. Yeah, you're going lo-fi because you're like, I left my phone in my room. I'm turning. I'm, I'm going off the grid. I'm turning everything off. So you have your book your in book large that's... print. You have your large print Sudoku <laughs> book. Word, you have your word search. You've got your reading your... glasses so you can see everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. And oh. you're in the shade, of course. Oh, you're under an umbrella. You're in a yes. very gauzy pool cover up. Yes, yes, yes. 
It's really, it's really great. Oh. And I just want to reiterate. Huge sunglasses. Huge. That you got a Target for a really good price. And yes. again, chicken fingers. You know those mm. like really good chicken fingers that you can get at a pool? I do know exactly Oh, but you're a vegetarian. You're, you're not going to be swooning over I, chicken fingers. I would be eating the fries. Okay, deal. They're not, and they're not, sure. they don't have, these fries don't have rosemary on them like at Dory's Hotel when you had the fries at the bar. These are just like straight up salt and oil fries. Oh, these are like McDonald's fries, which mm. are the best fries. Oh, God. What I wouldn't I give. What I wouldn't give. <sighs> All right. Let's take a break. Okay. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are, like, barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and what i love is that honey love has just the right thing for all those events feel comfortable and confident this summer with honey love's best selling superpower short the superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got what? to tell you. Okay. Yeah. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. 
So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Wow. <laughs> we really... we. we- <laughs> We desperately want to go on a vacation. Huh? I know. We really do. <laughs> like all we do. 
fantasize about vacations. Oh, fantasize oh. about pool fries. <laughs> pool fries. The the like hot sticky what are those like pool what um like a beach chair, you know, when it has those like things that go across and they're that kind of like taut plastic that sticks yes. to your legs. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. What I wouldn't give and your butt kind of falls through the little cracks and then you get lines on your body. Yeah. Oh, oh. those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, here's a text message from a listener that really blew my mind. They wrote, this is this is was the whole text. Why is no one mentioned that Sunday Riley Good Jeans smells like fruity pebbles? Thank you. That is all. First of all, what? I don't I disagree. <laughs> I I I think we have very different scent palettes, listener, because I have never smelled fruity pebbles in Sunday Riley Good Jeans. I agree. I have I not sm- either. I smell like bizarro chemicals. I smell lemongrass. I don't know what I smell. It's been a while since I used Good Jeans. Mm. I haven't sniffed it in a while. Mm-hmm. It is an overpowering scent for sure, but does anyone else smell fruity pebbles out there? Please let us know. Yeah, please let us know. That kind of blew my mind. And I love fruity pebbles, so I, I'm very clear about what fruity pebbles smell like. Yeah, I I have never gotten the, the note, the fruity pebbles note in uh, Good Jeans. Yeah. Maybe someone someone weigh in here because perhaps we're way off. Um, all right. Shall we hear a voicemail? Oh, yes. Hi, Kat and Dor. This is Taylor, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, and my question is about um, menstrual cups. I think it was Kate mentioned that she uses a Nixit disc, um, which from this podcast, I think, is what I got it from. And so I, I bought it. This is my third period using it, and it's great. I love it. It's amazing. Totally changed the game. But I have such a hard time with removing it, and I cannot figure out why. Um, so I was just wondering if Kate or if anyone has any tips and tricks. So far, most times it's resulted in me having to go into the empty bathtub in a semi-birthing position to try to remove it. And I just feel like there has to be an easier way. Um to get it out and I really don't want to stop using it but um yeah that's my that's my question uh if you guys have any tips or tricks on that thanks love you guys Tori are you a menstrual do you use menstrual cups or anything like that I do not okay have so you ever you, no you have to take this one mm. so oh this listener also called back and was like I've watched YouTube videos like I'm like I have tried to figure it out. So I, I I will say like you're not doing anything wrong. I think menstrual cups and discs are very awkward to remove and messy. Like it's not – I have never successfully – like I've never done it and been like that was easy and clean on to the next mm, round. You know, it's kind of – now look, I could be wrong. Maybe someone out there has figured it out. But I find it a little gnarly, if you will. Um, and so I don't think you're crazy for going in the bathtub and removing it in a birthing position. Mm. I would say I I tend to like, I think the instructions are kind of like push down like you're going to the bathroom. Like if you're seated on the toilet, push down like you're going to the bathroom and that kind of will push it forward in your body and you have to like take your finger and hook it out of you. 
But again, it's not like, you know, then you are holding something with menstrual blood in it. So it's, um, and yeah, it's, I've never experienced it in a way that's smooth. If you will. If you will. Now I will say a shower might be a good place to get it done. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's open it up to the floor. Okay. Look, guys, let's, let's get it. into let's get into because I I really I have never had luck with menstrual cups. The the like a diva cup or I've tried a few different cups. This Nixit one is the only one that's ever really worked for me. So hmm. I I lo- I really like it. I love that you put it in and don't think about it. I find that I am less crampy having a cup in than a tampon. Um mm-hmm. And I'm not a, a pad user or like a period underwear user, although those are also lovely. Or I'm not also not a free bleeder. All great other things people could do, but not for me. So yeah, 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 yeah. We want to get into these cups. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. But uh, right. yeah, listener, I'm not sure I have any good thoughts. I normally am on the toilet, give myself a little push, pull it out. Never thought I would be talking about this publicly, but. <laughs> Here I am. Here <laughs> I am. All right, let's um let's play this voicemail from a listener who is answering the call that we put out. Hi, Kate and Zori. Um, I just had to pause the pod and call because I am a morning flosser and just wanted to weigh in on that issue. Um I'm actually calling as I'm leaving the gym right now. I get up at 4 or 4.30 every morning to go do my workout. And um, I take the time when I'm getting ready to do that to floss in the morning because I'm up. It's early. Nobody else is up. And I'm not putting on my makeup to go to the gym. So I feel like I have time to floss. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm just too tired to take that extra time. I've got my other nighttime routine about of serums and all, whatnot. So that's why I do it in the morning. Um, it's just kind of part of my little ritual now. So anyway, um, that's all I wanted to share. Have a great day. Bye. Okay. This is not like, this isn't really what I was talking about. I was I was oh. more I was more wondering people who floss both at night and in the morning. Mm. What is your motivation for doing that? If you only floss once a day and you do it in the morning, look, I don't agree with you, but I get it. But if you floss in the at night and in the morning, I'm just wondering why. Mm. And I believe that that question has not been answered. Okay. Okay. So I was wrong. So this person does not answer your question. No, no, she does not. But she does answer my question of getting up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning to work out. Wow. I actually rolled over and looked at my clock this morning and it was like 4 a.m. when I was looking at it. And I literally had this thought of like, oh, that listener is waking up to work out at this time. And then I just like, wow, I can't believe they do that. And then I rolled yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, like when she said that, I was like, oh, that's the time that I complain about being up and not being able to fall back asleep. And she's like up and at them. I, I, I wanted to know from this listener what time they go to bed because 
Mm-hmm. As discussed on this podcast, I love the idea of waking up really early and getting stuff done, whether it's a workout or, or work or meditation or cleaning or, or just like reading a book. But you need to then go back eight hours in time and make sure, sh- for me at least, I need eight hours of sleep. So like I would have to be in bed at eight. Yeah. Which is like kind of like right around when my kids go to bed. Right. So it's, so I just, I, and also I feel like training my body to go to bed at 8 p.m. would require a lot of work. Like I've had to train my body to do like between 10 and 11. That's taken years. Right. So then to shift it back another two hours. I would just love to know if this listener is listening, like, can you tell us all about this? Did is Are you a natural well, early bedtime person? Do you not need a lot of sleep? Are you a natural early riser? What is it? Who are you? You know, I can tell you having interviewed and read accounts from like morning news anchors. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Who have to be up at like three. They they train their bodies to go to bed really early. But it's like it's a full on lifestyle. Like you can never do anything at night during the week because you're working. And I mean, because you have to go to sleep because you have to get up so early to go to work. Um, you know, you can never watch anything at night. Like it's, it's a, it's a shift. It's a real lifestyle shift. It's not just like, I'm going to go to bed a couple hours earlier. It's like, well, actually like my whole evening routine and life is going to change. You eat dinner at 4 PM. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, because the other thing is like, if you're a morning news anchor and you're getting up at three and you have to be, you know, some, I think some of them are getting up even earlier because I think there are some like local morning news shows that start at four. Oh, so some of them are waking up at two. Yeah. Like <sighs> you just have to like reorient your life around that, but you're done for with the work day by like, you know, I don't know, noon, one. But you're yeah, not going to be yeah. done with your work day by noon or one, you know? Yes. I mean, I think about this too with nurses and doctors and other healthcare workers who, you know, like when I've been in the hospital, they're like up working while I'm sleeping or trying to sleep. Oh, totally. Like, how, how do your bodies do this? I admire, I, it's, ama- it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And how do you like function enough to be able to perform like medical procedures in the middle of the night. It is true heroes, true heroes. And you know, Hey, even flossing in the middle of the night, kudos to you. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) All right, Dory, we're going to take another quick break and we will be right back. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like 
crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. So you may recall we heard from a listener who had moved, left New York City and moved back to their hometown of Boulder, Colorado. And they were struggling to kind of meet people, to not, to, they were dealing with a lot of regret and homesickness for New York City. And we've got some really lovely responses from people who understand. Here's a text message. This person wrote, also, I, I have to shout out this listener. They called and left a voicemail and then were worried that it was too rambly. So they were like, I need this message to get through. So I'm sending a text also. <laughs> they were so sweet. So we, I, pl- I listened to your voicemail, and, um, but I went with your text. Both were lovely, listener. This person writes, to the listener who left New York City and is in Boulder, hi, yes, I see you. And same, I'm a former New Yorker, 12 years, now living in my brother-in-law's childhood bedroom on Cape Cod with my toddler and newly unemployed husband, wondering what the fuck just happened to our lives. We were planning on moving anyway to Denver, exclamation point, before the pandemic, but we ended up here instead. I miss New York so bad too. You are not alone. It helps to remind myself that what I miss is New York City's good shit, not the actual daily experience of being there now. But yeah, see you, with you, we'll get through this. Mm. Yeah. 
You want to take this next text, Dora? I would love to. Yo, K and D, I was just listening to the latest mini pod with a listener who just moved back to Boulder from NYC and is having a hard time. I moved to Denver 10 years ago after going to culinary school in New York City and the struggle to adjust is real. However, in my humble opinion, our weather out here is far superior to New York. Like the listener's fiance, I too was laid off thanks to COVID and have a few suggestions for enjoying Colorado while being bummed out while being bummed about pretty much everything. Have a routine or something to look forward to as small as it may be. For example, I go to the Boulder County Farmer's Market every Saturday, and it's a great way to get outside, see the same farm stands and workers, and support my community. I also take my dog to the park around the same time every day, so I often see the same people day after day. Which is nice, even though we only exchange masked nods and waves. I also make a point to head to the mountains every few weeks for a mental reset. Finally, might I suggest they volunteer to be a poll worker? I recently started working part-time as an election judge, and it has been a great way for me to get out of the house, have a purpose, meet some new people, and do something that's helpful to my community. All of these may help the listener acclimate to their new community in Boulder and bring them help bring them some peace and joy. Great suggestions. Wow. Those are great suggestions. Yeah. I also love the idea of like, you know, that when you go to the dog park and you start to see like your regular people, like even though you may not even like talk, you start to kind of get to know people. It is a way of just feeling like you're part of a community. Just kind of like that seeing that the the repeat people, the repeat customers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. The same person at the coffee shop. I know all of this is hard, extra hard right now, but still possible. All right. Um, we also have a voicemail from someone who wanted to share their experiences. Hi, I am calling in regards to the caller who just recently moved from New York City to Boulder. Um, I myself recently moved to my hometown, which is very small, like 1,200 people. Um, and I moved from a bigger, a bigger city. So the adjustment has been very hard. Um, I personally moved because I was laid off and was having a hard time finding a job. So just to be financially secure and to try to find another job, um, I moved. Um, but I totally relate. It's so, so hard. Um, two things that have been helping me. Um, I am not much of a writer, but I have been writing about my experience and it has been so helpful. I would really recommend just writing how you're feeling. I think especially because talking to people sometimes, I just sometimes feel like they don't really understand. So just getting your thoughts out on paper and no one's judging you, you could say exactly what you want to say has been super helpful for me. And then I've also been trying to, as you often say on Trevor 35, reframe the narrative. Um, For me, my move is not going to be super long-term. My plan is to stay here for a year. So I have been recalling it my retreat year just to help me feel better about moving here. Cause like I'm in my late twenties. I feel like I should be somewhere else in my life, somewhere more exciting, have more things going on and moving back home is really hard. So I'm trying to reframe this as a year to like take a seat slow, really figure out what I want and just take advantage of having some, you know, more alone time than maybe I'm used to in an area where I don't have a lot of friends and, a few family members. So anyway, I hope that helps the caller and talk to you. Thanks. Wow. Thank you. I love this. Yeah. And 
And I should also add that another listener uh, wrote or called, I forget how they communicated, but they were like, there's a lot of us here in Boulder who moved out from the East Coast. Give this listener my number. So I, I emailed the original listener, that person's number, and I checked in and they and she said that she and her fiance are not going to adopt a horse but they may consider adopting a dog after they move out of her family's home. So, oh, yeah. So, maybe she'll get to that dog park. Totally. Oh. Well, thank you all. We know a lot of people are in transition all the time, but especially right now. So, yeah. We appreciate hearing from you and welcome any more tips or thoughts. Indeed. Well, Dory, I hope you're excited for our activity of the day today. I'm extremely excited for it. Have you already watched what I'm about to I have to not. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right. So we got a text from a, lis- a listener and they wrote, Kate and Dory, have you watched BTS sing Dynamite on Tiny Desk Concert? It's delightful. And as much as I absolutely love the song Dynamite, I had not watched BTS's Tiny Desk performance yet. So I tootaloot it on over i love when you tootaloot you know you gotta tootaloot sometimes and i tootalooted to npr's youtube page where they had the tiny desk video up and i watched the entire thing but the dynamite performance especially is so good they're with that they're with a live band It's, it's just like they're such magnetic like charming performers the guys yeah. at BTS, like it's so good. I, I can't, I cannot recommend it. will, it brightened my day so deeply. So I am going to make that our activity of the day, suggest it for you, Dory, but everyone, we will link to BTS's Tiny Desk concert. Um, if you are not familiar with BTS, their hugely popular song Dynamite or NPR's Tiny Desk concerts, well, then you're in for like a 50 million treats. Yes. I have, do you know the song Dynamite, Dory? You are familiar with that bop? I am. Um, it was on my Spotify release radar playlist. Oh, good. Oh, good. My children are huge BTS fans and Dynamite fans, so it's like nonstop in our house. Aw. Anyway, it's great. Thank you for that suggestion, listener. We will all great be suggestion. watching that. Yes. All right. Well, Dor? Yes, Kat. <laughs> That's so weird. It doesn't sound right for us to call ourselves that. It doesn't, but you all can call us that. Please do. And please know my character's name in Animal Crossing is Cat. It is. After that nickname. So thank you. Uh, This brings us to the end, but we will be back in just a few days. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.